episode 343. Thank you all for listening to episode 342, Doppelganger. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Not going to LSU Bear. California Cody. California Cody. Back to me. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, the first sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. Now over the line podcast. Thank you to Brandon at All Wear, who is working on our logo, going to get us a new logo as we go through our rebrand. It's all said and done on Spotify, on everything. I know we got to switch our media up and, and switch that around, but we'll wait till we get the logo and do the name. And uh, But right now we are Over the Line Podcast. If you're on Spotify or iTunes or anything else, you can check us out that way, Over the Line Podcast. And uh, we hope to still get your listens moving forward as we switch up what we're doing again, all where is doing our logo and we're still going to have the wrestling logo, still going to have the sports logo, but now we're going to have a third one because you know, we, we, that's us. We want three logos. There's three of us. We each get a logo. That's how we roll. Right. Different toilet, same shit. <laughs> so thank you, Brandon. All we visit all clothing.com mention over the line podcast, and he will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's quality landscape and give Sean a call 419-704-5471 serves the Waterville and surrounding areas and not the football team. You cut out on me. I said the Washington football team. There you go. So he does not serve the Washington football team. You would probably think that's a joke if we said, hey, uh, what's Washington's football team's name? The Washington football team. He probably wouldn't have any idea. But what he does have an idea about is fall cleanup. It's pretty much done. There's still leaves though on the trees. He can still get those down for you. If you need some some tree removal done, if you need some contracting done, he can put they can put windows in, they can put walls up, they can do demolition, they can do anything for you. I know snow's gonna be coming in the next couple months. Get in his list so that he can get for get there for you to do your snow removal. And he will happily do that. He has guys that are going around doing that as the snow falls. So again, get in touch with Sean, 419-704-5471. Mention Over the Line Podcast, and he will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Sparty Steve. As always, he is our biggest supporter. Uh, Spartans had a good weekend, beat Penn State 30-27. Old Sparty finishing 10-2. and two. Uh, Mel Tucker better be making that money. Now you know he's going to be getting at that 9.5 mil a year. But uh, we'll see. I think he's overpaid. But uh, you beat one team, and uh, here we go. Here's here's the brakes truck. To, shout out to Mel Tucker for getting that bag. Yeah, shout Represent out to him. Though. For all black coaches that get stuck with a shitty program rebuild and getting nine wins. Was it second year? First year? Ten wins though. Second year. Second year, ten wins in your second year, and getting ninety-five mil. You know, only. Only overrated NFL washout white head coaches get that type of money in a second year and 10 wins. And Mel Tucker did it. So shout out to Mel Tucker. Money Mel Tucker. Money Mel Tucker. But you know what the beautiful thing is? Mel Tucker is 2-0 against Jim Harbaugh. So fuck you, Jim Harbaugh. That's what also got him 95 million. That's why he got that, that's why he got that <laughs> yeah, money. That's why he got that money. Be big brother. The, uh, I mean, he's 0-2 against Ohio State, gets trucked. What was it? I don't know what the score was this year, but 52-12 to last year. Uh, but who cares? Seven. He beat Michigan. 
That's he right. beat Michigan twice. So that's all that matters. Supposed to be. That's right. Beat Michigan. So that's their that's their biggest rival. It's not Ohio State. So good on you, Mel Tucker. And last but not Money least. Money Mel. Money Mel. Last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. You know what to do. Get yourself to Amazon.com. Christmas is coming up. You need to get the book. Dating sucks, but you don't. You know someone in your life who needs that book. What better Christmas present than dating sucks, but you don't for that person? Because it'll make them happier down the way. And in the meantime, go to datingtransformation.com. Hell, maybe even that's a Christmas gift. Get that consultation from Connell Barrett. Help them out. Did he have a uh, Black Friday deal last week? I don't know. Didn't look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if he did. And it's, always those, a black, it's always a Black Friday deal. Black Friday deals are fake. They're fake news. They've been, I've seen places that deals all in November. And then they're like, ah, Black Friday. I'm like, I've seen this. You had the same deal three weeks ago. Right. You just need an excuse to shop. And all you got to do is go on Amazon. They have that deal all the time. And it's Cyber Monday. It's Monday for us. We're recording on a Monday. Got to have the kid and watch the kid all week. So uh, wife's going out of town or ex-wife or whatever you want to call her, girlfriend mistress fiance whatever she is she is uh she's going out of town so i get the kid all week so thanks thanks to the boys for stepping up and recording on a monday we can get it out of the way early so we're in the process we're watching monday night football i know we're not going to watch monday night raw so that's okay but at least we're watching monday night football so what's uh what is it seven three seattle at this point right now seven three sea chickens See chickens. All right. So let's get into what we have so far for last week. Uh, we'll go into college first. It was a pretty good week for Dub from what I could see. Dub had a good week. Not as, not as, we did not have that good of a week, but Dub is, uh, I guess, catching up. So that's good for Dub. Uh, Dub went six, three, and one. Uh, how'd he go six, three, and one? Six, no, he went six, one, and one. Math. Six one and one. Math and, is hard. Uh, <laughs> math is hard. Six one two thousand one is what. Yeah, you got to put a little thing ahead of it. That's why. When I told you I had when I told you I had time this morning, obviously you see it was early in the morning. Yeah, all good. Me and you were four at three and one uh, pronouns, pal. Me and Bear were four three and one, and then Cody was three four and one. We all got Georgia. Dub got Michigan. Dub got Auburn. We all got Cincy. Three of the four of us got Notre Dame. You can figure out which one didn't, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Here, it was man, a, Dub and I, Dub and I, Dub and I. I'm not allowed to use improper grammar in the house. That, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was a song. Oh, Dub and I. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's like one of those um, techno songs. <laughs> and in that in dub, in that dub, instance, dub. wouldn't it be Dub and me? Jeez. Might want to look at that. But no, um, I had to screen that up through the vents. Yeah, but uh, but Oklahoma State. So they were they. So they won by four. Then, if you got us all across the board. Yep, they won thirty-seven, thirty-three. So it was a it was a tie there. And then old Baylor, uh, they are they they did not win by fourteen or more. So no tie. They, uh, Texas Texas Tech had a had a chance to kick a field goal, at, or they did kick a field goal at the end of regulation. Fifty-two yarder came up a little bit a little bit short and left, uh, or they would have tied that game. Damn. And then uh, Ole Miss, we took Ole Miss in the points. Did they win that game? Yeah, they won by 10. <laughs> oh, beautiful. And then uh, so this week, it's championship week. So we're we'll going to go take on... two, two losses off Dub's record. <laughs> oh, will I? Uh, on this next page? Yeah, for next week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you'll be 60, 55, and two. 
Yeah, there we go. Dub plus five uh, in Cody over there, 56, 71, and two. Four less wins, 16 more losses. Because <laughs> Dub missed a couple weeks. Oh, Cody, it's okay. But we know you're dominating NFL, so we won't talk shit. Um, this is it. This is what it comes down to. This, or are we still running this through through bowl week too? Or are we just doing bowl pick them? Or is this going to be it for us? Um, I think we have Army Navy week next week too, right? Yeah, we got Army Navy. We can we can do the bowl games. I mean, we picked every. I mean, you know, we picked them, or we do our own. But um, normally we do the bowl, which we'll get back up and we'll get something going on that one. But we can just. We can just stick this through the bowl season and just see what we do here. Yeah, and then see who gets the title. Right now, yeah, it's top you. top ten matchups all year, pretty much. And then uh, now we're doing all the conference championship games, and you got Army Navy. And we can do every bowl game. I'm fine with that. Cool. That's always fun. You got a two game lead. Yeah, we can do that on least sort of basis. There we go. And uh, this week, conference championships. Uh, so on the third, so Friday. Conference USA, 7 p.m. at San Antonio, Western Kentucky, minus one and a half versus University of Texas. Stephen Austin, right? <laughs> <laughs> University of Texas. God damn, they, wish, they wish they were that good. <clears throat> well, goddamn, kid. We like to play a little football around here, too. <laughs> Drink a little beer. Go to In N Out Burger or Water Burger. <laughs> what? 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 A Throw burger? Some passes, a burger. Catch some touchdowns. Get the field goal. <laughs> yeah, give me the uh, give me the fighting on Cold Steve Austin. Uh, they've been dominant all year. I think they have one loss, but I mean they're they're getting points here. Yeah, give me UTSA. Yeah, UTSA. They just lost, right? That was it, wasn't it? Yeah, they lost to North Texas by twenty-two. Yeah. They beat Western Kentucky earlier this year by six at Western Kentucky. I mean, and this is almost like a home game for them pretty much, right? So. And Western Kentucky started one and four. Damn. So then they beat up Old Dominion, beat up FIU, beat up Charlotte, beat up Middle Tennessee, beat up Rice, beat up Florida Atlantic, beat up Marshall. They're hot, man. I'm going to take Western Kentucky. Sounds like they beat up a bunch of nobodies. I just heard <laughs> they did. That whole conference is nobodies. They lost to Indiana and Michigan State. That was two of their losses. I was say that sounds like the witness protection program of football conferences. So, so they've lost three games this year. They lost to Indiana by two, Michigan State by seventeen, and UTSA by six. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with them. I think they get revenge here. I'm still, I'm still sticking with the the fight in Stone Cold Steve Austin's here. Watch, watch him fucking win by one, bastards. Uh, yeah, man. Let me go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Hilltoppers, man. I'm go. All right. Some, I like uh, that. Let me use some. Uh, was it some some turny like vibes here, man? <laughs> I don't I like, like that. that. You Any, like anything opposite? Anything opposite of Cody? I, I like him. You have a goddamn good chance. Now you got a seventy percent chance of winning. Yeah, but a lot of my losses come from my hatred of Michigan and Notre Dame. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Same thing on, on Friday night. Pac-12 championship. Winners going to the Rose Bowl. 8 p.m. in Las Vegas. Oregon plus two and a half versus Utah. Um, I think I think Oregon's going to get their revenge here. Um, neutral, neutral field. It's not in the snow. It's not in Utah. 
Um, I think they are still a little bit beat up, but yeah, I think they're going to get their revenge here. Straight up, outright. Oregon wins. Um, I'm going to stick with the youth, man. They handed it to them last time. I think they handed it to them again. This is just what, Oregon. This was in nine Vegas. days ago, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. In, in Vegas, by the way. Just in Vegas, just for the people out there listening in listener land. Yep. Who are you going with? I'm uh I'm I'm going with Oregon, man. And Mario Cristobal's last game before he leaves for Miami. All right. So me and Bear are one and one. Cody's 0 and two. Perfect. The <laughs> All right. On Saturday, Big 12 championship, 12 p.m. Like you said, if Oklahoma lost, they're out. Guess what? They're out. Baylor plus five against Oklahoma State in Arlington. Yeah, I mean, this is a big game. Oklahoma State, I mean, if they win, they might be in. Um, I mean, you got to think that um, if Bama if Bama, if Bama, Bama loses, they're out. Um, if Oklahoma State wins, I think they have a legitimate shot to jump Notre Dame because Oklahoma State's going to be a conference champion with one loss. So I can't I can't see how Notre Dame gets in over them. Um, so I'm gonna go Oklahoma State here. I think I think they're gonna beat up on Baylor here. I agree. I think they're gonna beat them up. They want to get in that playoff, and then you're gonna probably see Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. The weirdest playoff that nobody ever thought was gonna happen this year. I'm with you, man. You thought 2020 was weird. Nope. 2021 is even worse. But that that's that's gonna be tough for, for Georgia, man. You get OK State first <laughs> instead that which is probably the second best team. Well, we don't know yet. I don't want to speak too early. We don't know. Michigan, Cincinnati, that could be a good matchup, but we don't know. They all gotta get there first. Like I said, they gotta make it there. I no matter what, Georgia's in. No matter what, even if they lose Alabama, Georgia's in. They're in. That's the worst case scenario for everyone is Alabama. Uh, beats Georgia. Yep. Cody? I like Dave Aranda, man. Uh, Don at Baylor, man. I'm going with Baylor. Okay. Thank you. We're 2-1. and one. You're 0-3. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, a, that's, I, that's not a bad pick. The uh, Mountain West, same day, 3 p.m. in Carson, California. Utah State plus six against San Diego State. Yeah, I'm going San Diego State. Uh, Utah State has not been impressive. They're kind of one of those teams that just were blah and came out of the other side, and there has to be a champion to play. I think San Diego State is going to roll them. Have they – they have not played this year, have they? I don't think so. I think Utah State's like seven and four. <clears throat> Oof. Oof. Oofa. Yeah, they got beat up by Boise. Lost to BYU by 14. Got beat up by Wyoming. Holy shit. They got trucked. All yeah, right. The losses? Uh, so they lost to Wyoming uh, nine days ago, 44 to 17. They lost to BYU by 14. They lost to Boise by 24. So they got three losses. Yeah, that's ugly. That is ugly. I'm going San Diego State, too. Go to Bryant. Yeah, give me San Diego State, man. Shout out to them. Man. I got uh, I drew a picture of of Marshall Falk while he was in while he was still at San Diego State, and they got selected for the art show. So I always got love for San Diego State. You still got that artwork? No. Ah, oh, damn. 
I was hoping we could share it on the Twitter. No, but I'm pretty sure I have my uh, picture of the Undertaker that made it to the art show. Yeah, man, bring it on the show. Let's see it. I had to dig around for it. Start digging. (laughs) I just, Cody. I just saw your. (laughs) I just saw your text to the group. (laughs) Oh my gosh, man! Oh, what might be the game of the week? SEC, yeah, SEC championship, 4 p.m., Georgia, minus six and a half against Alabama. First time since 2015 that Alabama is a dog, and that's a big dog. It is, um, but it it is still Alabama. I get that. Um, I I just don't think they're that good, consistent team. I mean, it took them. It took them 56 minutes to score a touchdown against Auburn um, with a alleged Heisman, a, an alleged Heisman contending quarterback. Um, that just doesn't happen. So I, I can go with the dogs here. I'm sure it'll be close for a little bit, but I think they'll pull away. I think that defense is going to be too smothering for Bryce Young. Um, I, I'm going to go dogs like 24-14. Most points they've given up this year, Tennessee. At Tennessee, 17 14, points. right? 17, yeah. Yeah. They gave I up 17, they, 13 to South Carolina. Anything else is no more than 10. Yeah, I so, think they give up 14 here to Bama. Yeah. They, uh, they've they got how many shutouts? Two shut, Three shutouts. Gave up three against Clemson, six against Missouri, seven against Florida. Unbelievable. Ten against Auburn, and they put some points on them at Auburn. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think they're I think they're going to win by a couple touchdowns. I think they go in. Kirby Smart smacks him, finally, you know, gets what he's looking for, and they go in as the number one seed in the playoffs. So, yeah, give me Georgia as well. See, that's the only reason why – well, not the only reason why, but that's one of the reasons why I picked Bama, because of Kirby Smart. Like, he just – I don't know, man. He has this thing, like, he can't really – I don't know, you know, like, he, he can't really win the big one. And – um, Alabama is kind of just watching them this year. They kind of had this vibe where they kind of play to the level of their competition, like to whoever they're playing. Because, um, I mean, watching the Iron Bowl Saturday, it was almost like they didn't really care, you know, to be there. They were kind of playing like, I mean, we could beat them whenever we feel like it. I mean, it was still – I mean, for them, for for – that game to turn out the way it did, it was still, you know, 10 nothing, 10 to three with up to, you know, with it like two minutes left in the game. So oh, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Bama. And in all honesty, if, uh, if, if Auburn's running back stays in bounds, I don't think, you know, I don't think it matters anymore. Bama's yeah. out. Even if they beat Georgia, they'd be done. You don't lose to Auburn and that's it. Um, but he went out of bounds and gave Alabama that extra minute that they needed, and that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happens when you play Saban. Don't make a mistake. Come back and bite you. Mm-hmm. The uh, This should be an interesting one. AAC at 4 p.m. as well. Uh, Houston, plus 10.5, hasn't lost a game since week one uh, versus Cincinnati, who obviously hasn't lost this year. In at, at Cincinnati, it's at Nippert, um, so it's a home game. It's a home game for Cincinnati. Um, I think Cincinnati wins, but I'm going to take I'm going to take uh, the Cougs here. 
Um, I think they keep it. I think they keep it tight. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be high scoring, even though since he's got a good defense. But um, I think since he will pull it out, and I, I do honestly think that they'll be in the playoff. They've been that team this year. Um, I think Houston keeps them close. Makes the committee think. Yep, 100% agree. It's the way I was going to. I wouldn't be shocked if Houston comes in and pulls this out. It's the Cincinnati Luke Fickle thing to do is lose when it really matters. This is the biggest game of his career right here up until this point. you got to win this game, get in the playoff, and then can continue to make a name for yourself. He's made it clear he's pretty much not going anywhere. Staying in Cincinnati. You think he's waiting for anything to open up? I mean, if it if it was going to, it probably would. It was now. Yeah, LSU was open. Now Brian Kelly's I mean, there. Oklahoma's open right now. I mean, that's, and that's the thing. I mean, Notre Dame is Notre Dame is the Luke Fickle dream job. So yeah. maybe he's a little bit distracted coming into this week. Yeah, very possible. Cody, what you got, man? Oh, uh, you know, I mean, I think this might be the. Speaking of Luke Fickle, I think this is the Luke Fickle coming out party. I think, uh, I think you know, with that Notre Dame job on his mind and the Oklahoma job on his mind, I think he's gonna come up. I think he's gonna show out, and I think you know, I think this might be that game where Cincinnati just you know blows the doors off of Houston. There might be a couple, maybe you know, like a garbage TD or field goal or something late, but I'm still going with Cincinnati. There you go. All right. Big 10 championship, 8 p.m. at Indianapolis, of course. Michigan, minus 10 and a half versus Iowa. Oh, this yeah. This is going to be a boring, boring Awful. Big 10, drag them out, beat them up for a game. Um, yeah. Could be worse. Could have been Wisconsin, though. <clears throat> well, I think Wisconsin has a better chance, honestly, to beat Michigan. Um, no, I mean like watching it. <laughs> oh well, well that's true. That is <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I think Michigan is going to win this game. Um, I think honestly, I think Iowa is going to keep it tight. Um, I think they're going to slow it down. They got a good defense. They just Kirk Ferentz is nice and boring. They're going to keep it boring. They're going to know what to do. They're going to play eight in the box, just like Ohio State should have. Kirk Ferentz is also very good at understanding how to keep games close and at least you keep your team alive. I mean, they were down by, I think, 10 to Nebraska, about to get knocked out of this title game and came back and won. They're a resilient team. Um, I just – I think they're going to keep it closer than what people think. Everyone's going to be on this Michigan hype train. They just blew out Ohio State. It's pretty emotional. I mean, that was probably the best game. They, it was the best game they played all year, all around. It's hard to do that back-to-back weeks. Um, so I say Michigan, I say Michigan wins this game like 22 to 19 or something dirty like that. Um, I think they come in and win. I think they're going to win by 14. That's all I'm going to say about that. They're going to come in. They're going to keep running the ball. And uh, now they're indoors. So, but like you said, if Iowa can put them in a box and stop the run, they're going to make McNamara win, have to win. So. We're, we're going to see and what happens. You know, and you know he can't. You, we, nope. we, uh, we saw a throw when they tried to put Ohio State out early, and he threw it about eight yards behind the receiver and got picked off by the safety. So, yep, he can't do it. But that running back team can. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And what did McCarthy do that he cannot get playing time anymore? That's what I want to know. 
I mean, he got what, like five snaps Saturday mm-hmm. against Ohio State, and he's the better quarterback, like hands down. He's the better quarterback, and he gets no clock. He whatsoever. probably didn't have a sleepover at Jim Harbaugh's. Right. <laughs> and he went and bought Dockers instead of the Georges. Yeah, instead of George from Walmart. <laughs> so, what you mean, Coach? They St. John's Bay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, St. John's Bay. Jesus. Look here, son. We buy our khakis from Sears. Not JC. <laughs> From not Spears. All. Yeah, I don't know where you uh, get all this money from buying your khakis from J.C. Finney, so. But uh, around here, we just don't do that. Man. Uh, but I think Michigan's going to win. It's going to be an awful watch. To, off, it's going to be an awful game to watch, though. What's the score of that game? 18-13. So Iowa is your pick. Got it. <laughs> Uh, all right it's coming one of these times it's coming i'm telling you it's coming yeah it's gonna be so so bad we say 13-9 michigan (laughs) you gotta have freaking a run to the left run to the middle run to the left for two yards run to the middle for two yards third and six we got play action to the tight end come across the middle now it's fourth and one we're gonna punt yep (laughs) That's exactly From 35. The um, all right. So, ACC championship, 8 p.m. in Charlotte. Pitt minus three versus Wake Forest. Pitt, I did not realize was ten and two. They've lost two games by a combined score of seven. Yeah, they're be eleven and two. Um, they have an underrated defense, and the over under on this game is like seventy two. I would take the under and Pitt here all day. I think Pitt's going to beat up on Wake. I really do. I think they're going to beat up on him pretty good here. I'm with you. Pitt's going to beat him pretty bad. Pitt Panthers. All right. So we got our picks for the week. We'll see how it shakes out. Uh, and then we'll we'll have the uh, next week. We'll we'll know what the bowl games are. So next week we'll be doing college bowl pick them. Barrel set us up again for that and uh, just be ready for it. He'll get it all on there. We'll let you know next week what to sign up at. We might have to throw it on the old Facebook and the maybe the tweeter. We'll see what's up. We'll tell Jeremy to tell, you know, our other 75 fans that Jeremy knows. Most of our fans come from Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate you. So check it out. This is, it'll be a fun week. Again, it's early for us. It's Monday. So many things could change. COVID protocols. We know all these things are happening in the NFL. We're going to get to that here shortly. So, few things we did want to mention, uh, as we found out earlier, just right before the show, Brian Kelly has uh, agreed. Four people have confirmed. You said four knowledgeable people have confirmed that he's going to LSU. And, uh, of course, Lincoln Riley said, I will not be the next coach of LSU. It's because he's the next coach of USC. He, he wasn't was, lying. He didn't lie. He didn't yeah. lie. <laughs> he, no, one him, no one can call him a liar. He's the smartest guy, man. Smart man going to – this is what we were talking about earlier. We talked about it last night a little bit too. Lincoln Riley's not dumb. He's going to go to the Pac-12 so he can dominate in the Pac-12. And then what I said to Bear earlier was I would not be surprised as in if a few years when Nick Saban finally ultimately decides to retire, that job opens up. Lincoln Riley's one of your candidates if he's doing well at USC. If he's not already in the NFL by then, but we'll see. Um, 
If he does, yeah. That's that's good. If he does well. It's it's very good for USC, and it's very, 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 very bad for Oklahoma. Um, They've already lost four recruits. Rattler's gone. Um, their, their five-star quarterback, Malachi, uh, what was his name? Malachi Anderson or something like that. He already decommitted two of the four stars decommitted. It's going to, yeah, it's not good. Oklahoma's about to be bottom of the, Oklahoma might lose to Vandy next year in the SEC. If that's, uh, if they, I won't go, I, I won't go that far. It's going to be bad though. It's going to be bad. It, Caleb Williams ain't staying either. Trust me. No, I mean, as I know a lot of those guys, from what I've seen and heard today, oh. um, I guess Lincoln Riley has a lot of those, um, a lot of the newer commits and like freshmen on the Oklahoma team now came from California. So he has a little bit of a footprint um, out in California right now. So that move to USC was kind of a no-brainer for him. Yeah, And, and I mean, do you really want to be in the SEC? And just be another coach lost in the shuffle. I mean, Mike Leach is in the SEC now. We forgot he was there. Lane Kiffin, you know, you forget that he's there. Eh, no one forgets. No one forgets about Lane. True, but I mean, he, but hey, you know. Ole Miss is ten and two, man. Ole Miss ten and yeah. two, good year. You can't forget about Lane. You also yeah. can't forget about Lane. Also potentially hopping one of these jobs, right? Go to Oklahoma, but. Hey, man, you never know. Yeah, but what makes Brian Kelly leave Notre Dame? That's a... I figured he would have retired there. Honestly, yeah. I figured he would have retired at Notre Dame. I mean, he's got the – you got the money. You got the TV deal. It's Notre Dame. I mean, you're going to go 10-2 and two every year. Right, and who else is going to put up with your shit? Exactly. Right. For you to be as overrated as you are as a coach, like nobody's gonna put up with your shit. Uh, I mean, he's the winning. Look at what they do with look at what they do with Coach O, though. <laughs> they found his breaking limit, and I don't think Oprah right. is gonna be uh, taking the taking the girlfriend's kids to practice. But yeah. no, but Ogeron also brought a national championship. Brian Kelly probably won't get you that. He'll give you all the same nonsense, but with no championship. Yeah, uh, I I agree. I mean, I don't think it's not like LSU's up and coming, but yeah, right. Maybe maybe that name brings a little bit more there. I mean, maybe some of these uh, maybe some of these Oklahoma kids who who back out, you know, maybe instead of going to USC, they go to LSU or something. Oklahoma, yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I, I he was what like the third longest tenured coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, think yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Feels like, feels like it's been forever, but it's been too long. And then um, the other one we can't forget that isn't getting much of a, you know, much discussion is uh, Louisiana raging Cajuns coach, former coach, Billy Napier was hired as Florida Gators head coach. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's good for them. I mean, he's uh, he comes out of that. Uh, he he coached for Saban too, wide receivers coach at Bama for four years, and then he went to be o, o coordinator at Arizona State. Went to Louisiana right after that, so um, it's good for them. And he that's was what uh, we need to do. What's we need that? To figure out. We need to figure out a way to get on Nick Saban's coaching staff and and get us a couple million. Yeah. Okay. So here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Ready. 
So Brian Kelly's record, um, he's been at Notre Dame since 2010. Okay. Um, his record is 92 and 39 at Notre Dame. Um, dude's only 60 years old, by the way. Just hmm. just turned 60. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like he's like 80. I was going to say, you don't look like it. Guess his annual salary. Uh, six and a half. Oh, no, I'd say I'd say at least 12. $1.66 million. Now you want to know why he's leaving for LSU? Well, there you go. I thought well, Notre Dame. Mel, Mel Tucker's like the highest paid coach now, isn't he? Or one of them? One of them, yeah. Well, Sab- Saban, I think, yeah, I think Saban's making more. I think Harbaugh's making a little bit more. Um, That's what I'm going to look at. Yeah, College football you know, coaches. Yeah, oh, got, like Harbaugh, got, Harbaugh got retracted on his. Um, I know yeah. Saban. For sure, I think Riley got that deal too. But so what Kirby, did, uh, so what number did Franklin t- just get? Didn't he just get? An well, here, this this was five days ago. So number ten is um, Ryan Day, six point six million a year. Number nine, Kirby Smart, seven one. Number eight, Jim O. Fisher, seven and a half. Dan Mullen, seven and a half, gone. Um, Lincoln Riley, seven six at Oklahoma. So you know that's probably going to change. Dabo, eight three. David Shaw. At Stanford, eight nine. Oh, I forgot about him. Ed Orgeron fired. He was at nine. Mel Tucker, nine and a half, number two. Saban, nine seven, number one. Yeah. Huh. So Mel Tucker, like I said, number two. Shout so out paid, to Mel. Man. Shout out to Money Mel. Shout out to Money Mel. And then shout out to David Shaw too, man. Eight nine. Yeah. yeah. He had that one year at Stanford and got yep. paid. <laughs> They're making a yeah. stance, man. Love it. When they brought him in for a rebuild, because wasn't that because he came in after Har- Harbaugh, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he had, came in after Harbaugh and after Andrew Luck left, if I'm not mistaken, or he got I think Luck's senior year or something like that. Huh. And he's managed to keep that program afloat. Shout out to David Shaw, man. My bad, dude. My bad, David Shaw. You the original Bob Viva. I would not have guessed he I would not have guessed he would be up there in the in that. Like I just No, nah, me neither. I would not have guessed that. So a few things as we go into the NFL. Uh wanted to cover a few things. One thing basketball. I saw this yesterday. Enos Cantor is legally changing his name to Enos Cantor Freedom. Um <laughs> Max Scherzer signed with the Mets. Three oh, year, 37-year-old Max Scherzer. Three years, $130 million. Max 43.33 mil a year. Max Scherzer, well is making, Max Scherzer is making more money this upcoming year than the Cleveland Guardians payroll. Holy shit. Then there was, I think there was two other teams payroll that he is making more than this year. So he's, he's basically going to what? Make. 20 well more than 20 starts probably about 25 30 maybe and uh yeah i think he's making 43 million this year yeah 43.33 mil and uh that's a lot to pay for a guy that didn't pitch in the playoffs because he had a dead arm yep Mm -hmm. that's the mets that's the mets (laughs) that's the mets they're still paying bobby Bonilla. (laughs) so here here's a good trivia question for you fellas yeah bobby bo still getting that money who scored the NFL's first ever two-point conversion. Ooh. In a year. Uh, hold on. Or at least a, a five-year span or something. 
I will give you that. There's a lot. Uh, of, there's a lot of money. Nine, like, Ninety-four. Yeah, let's say ninety-four. Stevie. Uh, it's probably like uh, fuck. Uh, Eric Turner. All right, I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys some hints. It's not Eric Turner. <laughs> give us a team. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Eric Turner. Eric Metcalf. Said ninety four. It was the Cleveland Browns. Eric Metcalf. Ernest Biner. Kevin nope. Matthews. Is it Kevin Matthews? Nope. Oh shit. What was that dude's name? Bernie Kozar? Oh. Yeah, he wasn't there in ninety four. No. Michael Dean Perry. Nope. I'll give you each uh, one one more guess. Andre Here, I'll, I'll, hold on. Let me even give you another hint. I like that. I'll give you another hint. Played quarterback at Ohio State. Oh. In 94. Don't overthink this. <laughs> Who the hell is this quarterback? Kirk Herbstreet? Nope. Steve Belisari. No, no, you too. Your young. answer, Tom Tupa. Tom Tupa. Oh, wait. Wasn't he the Is kicker? He the yes, he was yes. the punter. He faked, he faked, uh, faked the one point, went in for two. God damn. Who the hell was right. that against? The Bengals. <laughs> that, that, that's not surprising. I'm all right. I, I want to get your take on this. Jerry Rice has the better resume career, but everybody knows Randy Moss is the best to ever do it. I mean, I can I can see that. I mean, Jerry Rice played with two top 12 quarterbacks of all time, probably. Right. Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yep. Randy Moss didn't play with anybody, and then look what happened when we got with Brady. Yeah. yeah. He had – I, uh, until he got until he had Brady, he had a over the hill. He had over the hill Randall Cunningham, and then like a rookie Dante Culpepper. Mm-hmm. And Culpepper was good for like two years, but he wasn't that yeah. good, right? But yeah, when he gets with Tom Brady, that was insane, and they're a miraculous catch away from from winning or from winning a Super Bowl and going nineteen and L. So that's how that went. And then uh, a couple other things we got here as we go into the NFL week. So last week, uh, this kind of surprised me. CBS said Thursday last week, Thanksgiving, the Raiders-Cowboys Thanksgiving game was the most watched NFL regular season game on any network that, since 1990. 38 and a half million people watched that game. Yeah, and everyone had – well, everyone watched the ref show. That's what they watched. <clears throat> Speaking of that – Look who's on my TV. Stupid ass Sean Hockley. Piece of shit. <laughs> His crew should never be, they should not be allowed to do NFL. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, I can't remember if I said it on the show or not, but the NFL officiating at some point here in the next five ish years, I'll say five to seven years or less, there will be a scandal. Something's going to come out of cheating, <laughs> of skimming, of something. Guaranteed. Guarantee. So have a so you gonna have a Tim Donahue out here? Oh, 100 percent. And if it was, and if it was a Hockley, I would not be one hundred percent shocked. 
these refs are deciding football games. I mean, you can't be that bad at your job. The NFL, if they're not in on this, which they may be, needs to step in and start finding these guys. I mean, if you have a bad performance at work, right, you get a couple warnings and then shit starts happening. You get suspended, you know, all this. Maybe you get paid docked, maybe whatever. Why does that not happen to an NFL referee? Your job is to be accurate. You should only have mistakes that you can make that until it starts affecting your pay, it starts affecting something. I don't know, but I'm telling you something's going to come out because the officiating this year has been just, just God awful. Just God awful. Yep. Yeah, don't they wait until the playoffs? Accepted penalties. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Isn't that how they uh, grade them? Like uh, the worse you are during the season, like you don't you get to do um, like playoff games. Yeah. Oh no, they dock your playoff yeah. game. No, can't do the playoffs. Right. I'm sure yeah, you get extra strong money for that. Union, but, man. Damn, they got. They're getting eighteen. I mean, they're not. You know, it's seventeen, but they're getting eighteen damn games here. I mean, it's ridiculous. Hey, the um, few more things as we get into. Uh, as we go back into football, I got to revert back. Uh, Corey Seager got 10 years, 325 million with Texas. And the Red Sox uh, officially are buying the Penguins, the Red Sox ownership group. So that is 900 million, I thought I saw. Yeah, they had a valuation of 845 million. So Mario, but think about this though Mario Lemieux is going to make. Bank. Yeah, what did he buy him for? Probably like 150. He took him out of bankruptcy. Oh, and so, yeah. yeah, he took him out of bankruptcy with his ownership group and had an agreement, and it was basically nothing. And uh, so he's going to walk out with a shitload of money. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart man right there. But, dude, the Pittsburgh Penguins only worth $900 million after going through bankruptcy? Well, yeah, that was insane. That was in 99. And uh, when they went through bankruptcy. That's insane. And they've won, what, three cups? Yeah, here you go. Uh, At the time of the bankruptcy filing, I'm going to read this to you. The Penguins owed Mario Lemieux $32.5 million. He was still playing at the time. He knew that forcing the team to honor that debt was likely a losing proposition for two main reasons. First, the team might have... Uh, might be able to escape from the debt entirely through bankruptcy filing. And secondly, seeking full payment would force a team sale to new owners, and that would likely mean moving to another city. And Mario couldn't let that happen because he's a Pittsburgh guy through and through. He So he offered to convert $20 million of the debt into team equity, plus he asked for $5 million in cash for operating expenses. So just think about that. Next, he went out and got a group of investors led led by billionaire Ron Burkle, who chipped in $20 million to buy the Penguins for $107. The year after the sale, they were valued at $132 million. So in 2000, they were valued at $132 million. In exchange for converting his $20 million compensation and putting the deal together, Mario Lemieux came out of negotiations with a 25% ownership stake in the Penguins. Burke had 19 and the rest was divvied up with a few dozen investors. Over time, Lemieux's stake was increased to around 40% and Burke will jump to 25. He was the very first retired NHL player to become a majority owner of a team over the next two decades, team fortune shot way up the year before he took over the Penguins lost 16 million in his first year as owner. They had a $47,000 profit in recent years. The team has earned over 160 million in revenue. 
and they've won three Stanley Cups under his leadership, 09, 16, and 17. Uh, the team still owed $60 million to various other creditors. Mario and the team could have used the bankruptcy proceedings to negotiate the debts down to pennies on the dollar. Mario insisted the organization pay every penny it owed dollar for dollar. That's right. You will pay me, damn it. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. By 2005, all pre-sale debts had been cleared for his good deeds and amazing steward. Mario is on the verge of a huge windfall. Even after COVID-19, the brutal bro to hockey, their minimum book value is $600 million. But as you saw, 845 is what it came up as. Uh, it was confirmed that they're in advanced talks. So the price, they're estimating the sale price of $900 million. If that happens, Mario's 40% stake is $360 million windfall. Fucking brilliant. Not bad. Not a bad trade for $20 million 20 years ago that they owed him that he just invested back into the company. He didn't even need it. He didn't even have it. <laughs> like fucking just brilliant. By the way, here we go a little bit on the, uh, on the Brian Kelly front as of 30 minutes ago, this is usually how these things go, but Brian Kelly has ghosted everyone at Notre Dame. Just spoke to one assistant who saw reports on his phone and he was exiting a recruit's house. The news broke when I walked out of the house. So I look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. didn't even know it was recruiting this dude so, wow here one and there's the brian kelly we all know him though. yeah there's there's brian there he is so <laughs> here's another thing you guys will like because we all know john elway's an asshole and before you go mario isn't the only professional athlete who thought about converting deferred salary to team ownership in the late 90s back in 98 nfl quarterback john elway was given the option to convert $21 million in deferred salary plus $15 million into cash into a 25% stake in the Broncos. At the time, the Broncos were valued at $180 million. He declined. You know what they're worth today? The Broncos, that is? $1.6 bill. $3.75 billion. Mm-hmm. So had John accepted the deal, his 25% would be worth $937.5 million. Yeah, but did they even figure out who owns the Broncos yet since the, the guy died? Oh, no, and, no. I do know. Homer Simpson. I saw are, it on The Simpsons. They oh, gave him the Denver right. Broncos. That's right. That's oh, the, the Denver same. Broncos. <laughs> that goddamn Hank Scorpio. Yeah, he knew it was. <laughs> he wanted the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, the Denver Broncos. Oh, shit. So. Yeah, I thought that I wanted to tell you guys that story a few weeks ago, and I saw it just pop up about sale. I'm like, this is an interesting story, and just brilliant on Lemieux. I mean, he's given up his team, but making money, he can now retire, go away. Yeah, I mean, he also had a lot of faith in the valuation of hockey going up, and that you know that money. Yeah, what helped them too is you got guys that came in the league that you know that weren't there since Gretzky and Lemieux. You had Crosby, yeah. you had Malkin, you had Ovechkin. Now you got these other guys coming in that are young. You got you've had two expansion teams in the last five years. That's all helped. Yeah, they he lucked out. And, they, and the minimum the minimum pay the NHL is the best minimum pay for players. So it's great. Man. And I don't know. Speaking of hockey, I don't know if you saw the walleye on the twenty sixth. I wanted to go to that game. We could we didn't go though on Friday. They had a <laughs> the refs let a fight happen in the middle, and. Uh, it was right in the middle of, of the rank, and dude dude clocked and knocked out a guy from the, for the walleye. Knocked out a out. guy. Yep. Fucking Washington scores off some bogus-ass calls. <laughs> now they get the field goal blocks, the hour returns it, so it's 9-9. Nine, nine. 
or the extra point block, excuse me, not field goal. Oh, my God. Nine, nine. Wonderful. All right. And then uh, going into this week, um, first game of the week, Cowboys at Saints. Uh, A lot of coaches are going to be out. Mike McCarthy is one of them. Must mean that uh, Dan Quinn is likely going to be your coach this week, going into familiar territory for him uh, in New Orleans. And uh, it'll be good. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, Dallas is coming off a tough loss against uh, the Raiders and the referees, but that's just me, Bear. I mean, I mean, they clearly did, but whatever. It's all right. Uh, Sean Hockley is doing it again in this game, by the way. So, um, totally, totally right. This is three games in a row. He did the Packers Viking games uh, uh, two weeks prior as well, and um, also affected the outcome of that game shockingly. Um, but yeah, um, guy, it's it's not a must win, but it almost is a must win. Um, but everyone should be back. Um, Cooper will be back. Lamb will be back. Gallup will be there. They'll be healthy. Uh, Terrence steal the right tackles out with COVID. But that's okay. They put Lyle Collins in. Demarcus Lawrence might be back, um, which would be huge. But as long as Micah Parsons is still around and healthy, yeah, um, that's all you need. Be he's gonna be solid. He's dude is absolutely awesome. So I'm gonna go with the Cowboys here. Um, I think Taysom Hill is gonna be the starting quarterback if I heard correctly too. All right, and uh, and I'm sorry I didn't update the standing. So Cody's in the lead, 106, 58, and one. Bear. Uh, yeah, one. Well, we haven't done tonight's game, which is why I didn't update. That, that's fine. I'm just telling people where we're at. 106, 58, and one for Cody. 104, 60, and one for Bear. 103, 61, and one for me. 89, 75, and one for Dub. And that is before tonight's game. And just to refresh everybody's memory. Uh, me and Bear took the sea chickens, and Dub and Cody took the football team. So we'll see what happens. And uh, I'm also going to take the Cowboys. I, I agree with you. Not really a must win. Thankfully, the Giants kind of helped us out and beat the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens tonight with Seattle and Washington. But uh, right now, Dallas has a two and a half game lead. So um, play the Saints, and then they get more into division play. So go, go, Cowboys. Hopefully Parsons uh, fucks up Taysom Hill. <laughs> he do that on his own. The paper mache knees he got. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Cody? Uh, give me the Cowboys. All right, game number two. I think we're going across the board here. Bucks and uh, at Falcons. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Colts for Tampa. Good win. Good, good gritty win there. Um, but yeah, they should beat up on Atlanta. Uh, Arizona at Chicago. Another one across the board. And Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins both should be back coming off a of bye week. So, oh, they, oh, they, they coming back. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. Same. Uh, next one: Chargers at Bengals. Big, big, big win for the Bengals. Three in a row against Pittsburgh now. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, they they absolutely dominated that old fat man, um, which is always nice to see. Um, but. Man, I don't know. This is this is gonna be a good one, I think. Um, it seems like every time the Bengals have had a big win, they've had a big letdown, um, and the Chargers just had a big letdown, so they're probably due for a big win. So, it's gonna be a fun one, though. Herbert and Burrow. Yeah, can you say shootout? Give me Herbert. All right, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Bengals on this one. So it's up to you, Cody. Man, no, these are like two of the biggest, like, what the hell teams this year. It's like they they play like they can go make a deep run in the playoffs, and then you know, like he like you said, Bear, it's a big letdown. 
Uh, man, dude. Um, oh, man. I don't know, man. Give me Cincinnati. Cincinnati for the pod. They don't Minnesota. have a reputation of letting me down yet. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota at Detroit. Yeah, uh, Jared Goff back in at quarterback, so I'll go Vikings. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, Vikings. All right, Giants at Miami. Dolphins. I'm gonna keep there and keep the streak going. Yeah, I agree. Oh, about to be five. Going with the pins as well. Uh, yeah, I man, give me Miami. All right, next one, Eagles at Jets. Eagles embarrass themselves against uh, the Giants. They got a win. Yeah, Eagles as well. Yeah, give me the Eagles. I would have thought they would have. I think the Giants pulled out last week's win because Strahan was there. I think they might have been afraid of him. Uh, Jalen Hurts, what, threw three picks, and they had about six drops. It's embarrassing. Don't even don't even target Devonta Smith. Yeah, make makes a lot of sense. That's the Eagles for you. All right, Indy at Houston. Colts. Agreed. Yeah, Colts. Football team at Vegas. I'm go. I'm go. Uh, I'm go Raiders. Short week. Got to travel across country. I'm also going the Raiders. Going to keep it hot. Oh, uh, yeah, the Raiders. Jags at the Rams. Rams. Yeah, give me the Rams. Yeah, Stafford will be a world beater this week. <laughs> yeah. uh, Baltimore, who won a game after Lamar threw four picks mm-hmm. against the Browns uh, at Pittsburgh, who just got the doors blown off. It was an ugly game. Uh... Ugly game last night with Browns and Ravens. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ravens here. I'm gonna go Ravens. Lamar ain't throwing four picks again, so I think he's due for a bounce back. Yeah, I'm going Ravens here as well. Yeah, Ravens, man. I I fell asleep like towards the end of the first half, and I woke up. I thought I was watching like a replay of the first half with all the damn <laughs> interceptions. It was so brutal. <laughs> yep. Yep. Niners at Sea Chickens. Niners have been hot, man. Um, Debo out, though, makes me a little nervous. Um, makes me a little nervous. So, I, I'm going to go with Seattle again. Um, pending any major injury tonight, uh, I'm going to go with Seattle. Uh, subject to change. I'm going Niners. Mm, yeah, give me Niners because Seahawks don't look too good right now. Denver at Kansas City. Chiefs. Chiefs. Don't know what to think of Denver. They look like shit. They look good. They look like shit. They look good. I don't know what to think of them. Cody? Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Chefs. All right. Uh, one of your hot teams in the NFL, Patriots at Buffalo. This is going to be a good game. We're going to see what New England's really made up here. Um, I was just looking at their uh, – I was just looking at their schedule today. and I mean, the teams that they beat, super impressive uh, if you go through and look at them. I mean, they did blow out the Browns. 
um, obviously, which may be the best team they beat. But other than that, um, their wins, I mean, yeah, the Titans, granted, quote unquote, they beat the one seed. But let's be honest, who did the Titans even have? They don't have their best running back, they don't have their best wide receiver. I mean, that's not, to me, that's not impressive. It might look impressive if you're looking at a stat line, but it's not. Um, so I think, I think Buffalo is a good team, and I think they're going to show them here in Buffalo. And they play, I think New England goes, they're at Buffalo. I think they play, oh, shit. Let me look really quick. They're, Sorry. They're, yeah, they're at, no, you, I got it. They're at Buffalo, at the Colts, uh, yep, home to Buffalo, Buffalo again. And, and then, then home the to the Jags, right? at Dolphins. Home to yeah. the Jags, then at Dolphins. Yeah, they got a tough, they got a tough little three game run here, and it's really going to show what they're made of. Everyone's getting all hyped up on this train, but I'm just letting you know that they're not when they're not beating impressive teams. Let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. They're not out here beating the Chiefs. They're not out here. I mean, shit, they lost to the Cowboys. It stink. Um. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going go Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's going to put it to New England here. Um, Josh Allen just pisses me off because he's on both of my fantasy teams. He's either way hot. 26 points. Yeah, this week. Um, well, in, in my other league, I scored 170, and I left uh, three – three. my team's just too stacked. I had three guys on the bench that scored, I think, a total of uh, 70. Mm. Just insane. You know, I'm, I'm second in, in, our, in our league behind Dan. Um, but I beat him. So if he can lose a matchup, that would be great. And I can take over the, the number one seed again, but yeah, it was, <sighs> I'm kind of stuck on this one. I've been going back and forth. I want to say the bills, but, um, you know, Patriots last four games, granted, like you said, they played the Titans without some people, the Browns, uh, the Falcons, whatever, and the Panthers who are garbage, but they gave up six, seven, zero and 13. So, Defense is looking a little better. Um, I'm gonna still. I'm gonna go with Patriots, man. Yeah, Patriots for me too. God damn it! The uh, <laughs> well, that's that's the one you want. Cody, Cody, well, yeah, and that's our that's our Monday night football game too. So, yeah, I was gonna tell you just fantasy football. So the team here, here's here's my team, Bear, Allen. Fournette, James Robinson, Cooper Cup. This is who I had in this week. Chase Claypool, Noah Fant, Saquon Barkley, who I, by the way, picked up on waivers this week. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nick Falk and the Bucks defense. On my bench, I have uh, Gaskin, who had 19. Kamara, who was out, but he's he would be a starter. Cooper, who was out. Julio Jones, who's trash this year. Jalen Waddle, who went off. And Gronk, who I picked up off waivers as well. From my ex-wife. Yeah. He had 19, Waddle had 28, Gaskin had 19. And I still right now have uh, – oh, I, I won. I had 158. Fournette went off. That helped. Yeah. Yes, he did. Four, four, four tutties for old, uh, old playoff Lenny. It's not the playoff yeah. yet, though. Yep, and then Kamara, you know, coming back. I think he'll be back this week, won't he? <clears throat> uh, yeah, they're saying he should be. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Um, the uh, – I saw a thing. I don't think it was Chad Johnson, but I cracked cracked up at this. I met a woman outside the mall crying. She said she lost $200, and I gave her 40 out of the 200 that I found. When God blesses you, it's imperative that you bless others. Mm-hmm. I, I lost my goddamn <laughs> mind when I read that. 
that's, a, that's, a, that's an oldie buddy. That's like an oldie, oldie dad joke right there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but this one's good too. It's an incomplete fracture from Sam Darnold. This man can't even complete a fracture. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, just shit like that. Unbelievable. So, um, this past week, uh, we're not going to go too much into wrestling, but this past week we did have boiling point two, which we've been talking about. Uh, that was in maybe Michigan, maybe Illinois, maybe Iowa. We don't know. Uh, it was presented by Darren McCarty's CBD roll on and the Charsack chip company, uh, sponsored the tag team tournament. Midwest scum came out on top of the rejects and Sato Jin, uh, came out as the deathmatch champion. So he actually won as well. Uh, and beat Dale Patrick. So we missed that. Our boys did not win, uh, did not even make the final. Damn it. Our boys in uh, Mo Atlas, Hood Foot Mo, and Casanova. So eventually, we'll check them out. Yeah, that is it's true. Tony we'll check them out. Must have been booking that card. Probably. The, uh, we'll, be, we'll check them out. Hopefully in January, we might be able to get to an event. We'll see. But uh, that just happened this weekend. And we have new tag champions, the, the inaugural tag team champions, and a new deathmatch champion. So really cool to see. Sounds like it was a great event. Uh, after I talked to Peapod, they sold out uh, day of. They did sell out the event. They're going to be having January's event at the same place in maybe Michigan. So maybe this podcast will make it to the event. We will see. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Let's get into some trivia. Bear, do you have the updated standings? Yeah, updated standings for trivia with uh, a month ago, by the way, a month ago. Um, Gray with 207, Cody with 155, myself at 180, Parrot at 61, Peapot at 12, Wes Anderson at 2, and Shiv at 0. And they did just confirm that uh, uh, Dan Quinn is coaching on Thursday for Dallas. Yeah, Dan, yeah. I, was hoping, I was hoping it was going to be Kellen Moore, but I'd like Dan Third Quinn. To, okay. Um, he knows the Saints. He coached in Atlanta for a little bit. I'm hoping Kellen Moore doesn't have COVID. That's what worries me. Yeah. All right. Sort of a silly, strange question this week. In this past NFL draft, Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance were two quarterbacks selected in the first round with the same initials, TL. During the Super Bowl, Super Bowl era, what is the only other pair of quarterbacks with the same initials who were selected in the first round the same year? Both were top five picks and one is still active. Five points if anybody can solve this tricky one. If anybody wants another hint, I will give you the year this draft occurred, and then you will get two points for the correct answer. So you're looking for a year that two quarterbacks were drafted in the top five that have the same initials. I was going to go Tom Brady and Terry Bradshaw, but Tom Brady was not a first-round pick. (laughs) Both were top five picks, and one is still – one is still active. That's that's the key there. One is still active. Man. Um, top five. I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, boy. Who the hell? No. Yeah, it's a tough one. I don't know. <laughs> we might just all have to. I say, we, give us the year. Give yeah. us take the year. 
Give us the year. You should have just gave us the year anyway. I agree. Jerk. <laughs> Damn, man. 2009. 2009. Huh? Okay. Mm. I still don't know. That helped me a little bit. I'm in. 2009. It was the year I graduated. From preschool? Yes. <laughs> It's just a lot of thinking. Too too much thinking. Right, it's probably something ridiculously obvious. After he gave me the year, I felt it was a little better. Uh, Problem is, is like I can think of quarterbacks that are like third round, fourth round. I just can't think of first round. You just, I mean, you got to think of busts, pretty much. Yeah, either that or it's like, damn, he's still in the league. No, you won't think that once you hear it. I don't know, man. Oh nine, that's right. That's eleven well, years ago. Years. So think who's 33, 34 in the league. Playing quarterback, not that many. The problem is you gotta think of the other guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the thing, is like it's the other guy is the problem. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. My first, the first thought that came to my head was Ryan Tannehill, but I can't think of anybody else who's a. I don't think, I think he was picked 10th. I don't even think he was top five. I'm out. I'm out. Happen out. Um, shit, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I was like, G, I thought Geno Smith, but I'm thinking like, who? I don't know. Are you tapping out? Before that, yeah. You tapping out? Tapping out. All right, then I'll just delete my thing. Uh, Matt Stafford and old Butt Fumble himself. Mark Sanchez, top five. Top five? I think he was four. Damn. Yeah. Auburn offensive coordinator Bobo out after one season. Oh, okay. I did not think you guys would come up with that. Was I know Stafford was one. Um, four. One of few. I thought he was, I'm pretty sure he was does a pretty good job in the broadcast booth, by the way. <laughs> Harry Bradshaw ain't ripping them apart. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> the um, so got some fun. Uh, he was fifth, is what Jeremy just told us. He was fifth. Some bitch. So this is a good one for sports. 
get ready. Uh, make sure you check out this episode, a new episode coming out on Sunday uh, as Over the Line podcast starts a revamp. We were going to do songs that uh, we can't believe were released when they were released, but we changed our minds since uh, yesterday. Well, two days from now, yesterday when you're listening to this was the first episode of the 15th season of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We are going to pay some homage to one of our favorite shows, and we're going to be watching Charlie work and doing a uh, we're going to be doing a watch along and commenting on Charlie work as we go. So looking forward to that. We're probably going to do that some more in the future uh, with some other shows, probably always sunny and, and maybe a few others. We'll see. And uh, but uh, Jeremy just reminded me we have to do wrestling trivia. So we got to do that, too. <laughs> Forgot about <laughs> the old wrestling trivia, but still be sure to check out episode 344 on Sunday. I'm going to go back and share the screen again. And then he said, congrats, Jim Harbaugh. Looks like his demise was a bit premature. Who would have believed after last season's debacle he'd have the team in the college football playoff season? It's not over yet, Jeremy. This will bring back good memories for wrestling. Yeah, he ain't there yet. 2003, Tori Wilson bears uh, – it was your first wife, right? Tori Wilson's father was probably married in a very emotional episode of SmackDown. Name the father's name oh, along God. with who he married. It's so fucking easy. <laughs> Sadly, I know this Poor like guy. no other. <laughs> sadly. <sighs> sadly, sadly, I remember this. Yeah. This is like this is my this is my wheelhouse right here. <laughs> oh about oh oh two to oh five WWE. Especially SmackDown is, is my is my wheelhouse. So unfortunately, reluctantly, I remember this. But yeah, uh, you know, and this was the sad part. This was I like, was a young man, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of things that were they were showing that I can remember still. <laughs> <laughs> this like started the demise of of WWE too. <laughs> to, it, like like around two thousand three, two thousand four. That was when. You know, like you had to start like explaining like why you're still watching it because it got to a point it was just getting like stupid. I was I was uh, I was twelve or thirteen at the time, so I had excuses to still watch it. Oh yeah, see no, I I had just graduated <clears throat> college, so yeah, <laughs> for the retirement home. Uh, you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. All right, three, two, one, and go. Mm-hmm. All right, we all get yeah. it. So, yeah, I like how he said, "Ask him why this was going to bring back good memories." Because I want to know. I was going to say memories. Ask him that. Why? Why does this bring back good memories? <laughs> <laughs> Jer- did Jeremy find his spank bank on his old computer, man? On <laughs> <Yeah>, Don Marie there. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> God damn, Cody. Hey, Cody's the one that just said it. I was thinking it. <laughs> Man. Well, we're going to hear what found he has a, to say. Let's uh, say he found a flash drive under his desk. <laughs> no, it was a floppy disk. Oh. <laughs> uh, Probably well, wasn't type... floppy no more when he got done with it. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to rebrand here, man. We're trying to be more family friendly. 
<laughs> no, no, we're not. That's why we're going to watch Always Sunny right. in the next episode. <laughs> say. Nice job. Great memories as Dawn Marie became Tori's stepmother, although it did end sadly as Al passed away on the honeymoon. <laughs> 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 oh, Jeremy, he's the best. All that. That's all, all he has that. this week. Awesome. See you guys next week. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So then they, fought, then they fought at the funeral home. Yeah, oh, right. So, again, as we said, check out episode 344 coming out Sunday. We're doing a watch along of Charlie work of Always Sunny. And it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Again, if uh, you haven't seen it, it came out yesterday as you're listening to this season 15, episode one of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Barry, I think you said it's the long. What were you saying? It's the longest running. I think it's the longest running live action show. Um you know, uh, on TV. I'm pretty sure this is the year that we did it. I think that's what it was. Look it up, because I'm pretty sure it's something along those lines. Yeah, it's got to be something different, because I always wonder, because you get, like, soap operas that have been on for 80 years. Uh, scripted comedy, that's what it is. Okay. Record now is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. I just renewed for four SWW. more se- Just renewed for four more seasons making it the longest-running live-action scripted comedy series on television with 18 seasons as it gets to eight. Because now it's going to have 18 because mm-hmm. it got renewed for four. So uh, be sure to check it out. Check us out on episode 344, Charlie Work. It's going to be fun. And m- make sure you check out the episode or watch along with us. Up to you. Uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Sparty Steve and Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Congrats on your seven wins next year, LSU. It'd be uh you'd probably find that 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 floppy disk in the back of them old uh iMac computers, the old the all-in-one box TV, the box TV computer. Mm-hmm.